You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Hello, welcome again to our broadcast today as we bring the Word of God to you. I want to share with you on what I call faith for supernatural manifestations. Faith for supernatural manifestations. There are so many things God wants to do in your life and through your life but they would require manifestation of the supernatural, okay? Not everything you achieve in life is going to be just by your natural um, ability. You need to trust God to go beyond your natural ability. If you're going to do um, unprecedented exploits, get ready. Get ready for the supernatural to do unprecedented things in your life. Get ready to rise to heights that naturally uh, are inexplicable, but you need faith to do that. So how do you get the word of God? How do you get the promises of God, uh, the dreams that God has given you? How do you get them to come to manifestation? And that's what we're going to deal with. That's what we're going to deal with today. And I want to share with you very simple, basic principles from the word of God which are if you would apply on a consistent basis in your life, you are going to see the supernatural manifest in your life. I have had many experiences, many supernatural experiences that, that sometimes, you know, they sound like made-up stories when, when we share some of those things. Uh, my family and I, my wife and I, we've experienced God in many ways, I'm telling you, supernatural things, almost unreal, natural. But it took faith, it took faith, because you see, in, the, in, in, in God's scheme of things, right, in God's scheme of things, we are ambassadors of heaven, we are citizens of heaven, and God has made a location for all that you will need in this life. Everything has been catered for already. He has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Okay? Everything is there. But guess what? It is not in the physical realm. There are things that are in the physical, but there are things that are not in the physical so you will need to be able to access those things that are beyond the natural in order to bring them into a physical manifestation. So by manifestation, what are we talking about? Let me read from the dictionary. The Webster's Dictionary says, talking about uh, manifestation. It says, the act of manifesting or disclosing or the state of being manifested discovery to the eye or to the understanding all right or to the understanding also that which manifests that is exhibition display revelation as the manifestation of god's creation then there is also the king james dictionary the king james version dictionary says is the act of disclosing what is unseen, what is secret or obscure, discovery to the eye or to the understanding. 
It is the exhibition of anything by clear evidence. It's also the display as the manifestation of God's power in creation or of his benevolence in redemption. So that's what we're talking about, manifesting. We're talking about faith for supernatural manifestations. Do you know that the new age, in the new age, they take certain principles, certain spiritual principles, and they apply them. And you would hear certain words, and you think that the new age own those words, those principles. No, they don't. They just abuse them. They just abuse them. But biblically speaking, I'm telling you, you can experience manifestation of God's word in your life. God, God's word is real. His truths are real. His promises are real. They are yes and they are amen. And his promises will come to pass in your life if you dare to believe. If you dare to believe God. I don't know about you. I believe God to, you know, to the last cell in my body. I'm telling you. Yeah, so let's go to Hebrews. Let's go to Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. It says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Then it says, For by it the elders obtained a good testimony. By faith we understand that the walls were framed by the word of God. So that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. Okay, so everything that you see came out of an unseen realm. It came from the invisible. So you can't limit your life just to the visible. You have to go beyond the visible. You have to go beyond what is obvious. If you're going to walk and do great things for God, you have to learn to live like that. Okay? Yeah. I'll give you a good example. A good example is the house you are in right now, the house you're seated in right now or sleeping in or the building you're living in right now. It was once unseen. <laughs> it was once unseen. So the... Whoever the owner of the building is, maybe, or, or maybe if you bought the house or, or so, there was a time that that house was not in a seen realm. It was in the mind of somebody. It was in the imagination of somebody. So that person maybe consulted an architect, or if that person is an architect, sat down and Put what is in the mind on paper. Put it on paper. Okay. Sat down. Put it on paper. And everything is planned properly. Details. All the details are put on paper. And that paper is now taken and given to builders. Okay. To, to construct according to the plan. So, it was unseen, it was in the mind, in the imagination, and then it was put on paper, and that paper was hand, handed over to, to builders, to construct, 
what was in the mind that has now been translated to paper. Okay? Now, they begin to build and they're following the plan, following the plan, put, put everything according to plan. And as it's going on, going on, maybe something is, they're missing something. And uh, the, the engineer looks at it and says, no, 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 you, 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 you didn't do this right. You need to put this down and redo it. No, and continue like that, they continue like that until they got it right. They got it right, finished it, and then painted it, put all the finishings, everything, and now you are in it. But it came from somebody's mind, okay? It came from somebody's mind. So I want you to know that um, everything we need is already there. God has made it available in the realm of the spirit. In the kingdom of God, everything you need has been provided. God is not trying to make up anything now for you. No, everything is there. It's just to translate it from the spiritual form into the material form. And so we want to be able to manifest what God has spoken in the spirit. We want to be able to manifest what God has revealed in the spirit. So we need faith to do that. We need faith to do that. That's why the scripture says, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So there are things that God has told me, all right, which by faith I am believing, I'm believing and trusting and in the process of manifesting those things. There are things he has shown me in visions. I know they will come to pass. It's just a matter of time. Just like the person who had the picture of the building in his mind, he didn't just wake up the next day and the building was there, boom. No, they, they, it has to go through a process. It has to go through a process from the mind of whoever the, 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 the project owner is or the owner of the building, from the mind of that person to the mind of an architect or from the mind of that person, he articulates what he has in his mind to the architect. The architect according to the brief that he received, tries to capture what that person has in his mind. Okay, he draws, draws things and then shows him, is this what you want? Is this how you want it? No, no, I, I want it like this. No, okay. Then he scribbles and then puts everything together until the owner is satisfied that the architect has captured what he wants. It takes time to put things together. It takes time, all right? But it still, it is in existence in the mind of that person. It's in the existence in the mind of that person. But guess what? It, it needs time for it to be put on paper. Now, it is put on paper, but then they, it needs time again. It needs time now, and not only time, resources are needed. Because you can have a fantastic plan. If you don't have money, there's no building for you. No building. So there are many factors that came into play before the building you are living in came to be the way it is. But you don't know the story unless you are the one that, that um, 
that, that initiated it and then paid for the building and got it to the point where it is, then you know the whole story. But other than that, you don't know. Other than that, you don't know. You just see, oh, wow, this is a beautiful building. I think I like this one. I like to buy this one. And you buy it. Okay, but it took time. It took time. So the architect puts it, put, puts it down. The, then, they, then the builders, they now begin to build. And it takes time. It takes many months to build something solid, something formidable. And there are aspects of the building you cannot rush. There are aspects of the building you cannot rush. For instance, the foundation phase, you can't rush it. You can't rush it. You put, you know, they, they put the concrete and they dig, they put, put all of that. You can't just do it and then wake up the next day and say, no, 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 we need to build. We need to start erecting the structures, put, put, put the pillars up. No, no, you can't. You have to wait. It has to settle. Uh, it has to cure. Or what is the word they use? You know, you have to wait for all of that. Then they tell you, the engineer says, okay, now it's ready, ready for the next step. Then you put the next, and then you wait again. You have to wait. Or there are, it's a process. It's a process. And that's what happens. That's what happens when God is at work in our lives. But we can't wait. We want it to happen tomorrow because, because God you know, God said it today, you wake up tomorrow and you want to see it. And when you don't see it, you get discouraged and you, see, you think God has failed. Meanwhile, he's still busy working. He's still busy working. All right. So uh, think about it and see how the things of God work. That's how it works. And so manifestations, you might, I mean, the house might be unveiled <laughs> At an instant, and you see, it. wow, what a beautiful structure. Maybe somebody flies you in, and then you just come in, and you just see, wow, fantastic. But nobody tells you how long it took. Do you know that there are some buildings that will take 12 months, some that will take, you know, 24 months, depending on the kind of structure. There are some that will take 36 months, and they're still building. They're still building. Yeah, so um, you need to understand that God can, can manifest things, but the manifestation can happen in an instant, but the process is not instant. The process is not instant. Miracles are instant, but the process to miracles take time. They take time, and many times people don't tell you that. It takes time. But I'm telling you the truth. It takes time to process miracles. That's why the Bible calls it the working of miracles. It takes time to work it in the spirit. It takes time to take it from, that, from, from the heavenly realm and bring it into the natural. It takes time to bring it to the natural and then manifest it. And then you start, uh, you can now uh, touch it. It's crystallized and it's now tangible and you can handle it with your physical senses it's always been tangible but it's just that it was tangible in the unseen realm it was tangible in the realm of the spirit and you didn't see that you didn't know because your senses are telling you oh i can't feel it i can't uh, see it i can't hear it i can't smell it i can't taste it so because of that 
it doesn't exist. No, God, a, a, a child of God that walks by faith doesn't live like that. Doesn't live like that. So the fact that it has not yet manifested does not mean it is not there. So the first thing you need to do is that you need to believe what God said. Believe that God said uh, what God said is true. Okay, that's why the Bible says uh, we understand that the worlds were framed, the ages were framed. Now we're in the digital age, fourth industrial revolution. <laughs> now we're in this age, but do you realize that this age was formed by the word of God? The age we are in now was formed by the word of God. That's what the Bible is telling us. We know that the, the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. You know, years ago, I had, I mean, I was still, uh, I was still in my teens. You know, I remember praying and I had, you know, I just had this flash of vision in a flash and I just saw this. And this was a time when televisions were in, they were in boxes, you know. You know, these boxes that have doors, <laughs> you close. Big, massive. The bigger the TV, the better, you know, the better it was. But do you know in my teens, while praying, I had a vision and I saw a a TV flat on the wall. I saw it, and I mean, I've never, <laughs> I, told, I told my friends, I said, wow, you know, I just saw this interesting TV flat on the wall. You know, and I said to myself, oh, well, I wish I were in Japan. I would have maybe talked to someone to, 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 to design and to, to come up with that with, 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 with that TV, what I saw. <laughs> but guess what? Now we're seeing flat screen TVs, <laughs> you know? We're seeing flat screen TVs. And I, I had seen it before. It was in the realm of the spirit. It was in the realm of the spirit. And I guess I was not the only one that saw it. Somebody else saw it and then used it and he worked on it until he materialized it. And now we are paying lots of money for it. Can you imagine if I had pursued that? If I knew what to do, pursued that and then uh, I would have been a billionaire by now. <laughs> you know, all just for seeing some, seeing the unseen, seeing what was in the realm of the spirit, which when I told my friends, everybody was laughing at me. <laughs> Come on, what kind, of, what kind of TV is that? Flat on the wall. Oh, I mean, there was no, it, it was not, there was, it wasn't even close in sight. But look at what is happening. And guess what? Even what we're seeing today is close to what I saw, but it's not yet at the level that I saw it. But I can see that the technology is already there in place. It's just a matter of time. It'll get there. I see. So the walls were framed from the unseen. What is visible came from the invisible. 
And now, so if you're going to walk with God and you're going to experience the supernatural, it's important for you to master these things that I'm sharing with you. Okay, so and you can apply it in any area of your life. You can apply it in any area and it will work. Why? Because it's the word of God. It's the word of God. And, you know, why would God show me such a flat screen? Why? I wasn't in the industry. I, I don't know. I just, I just saw it. I just saw it. So, uh, faith has the capacity it has the capacity to see things in the kingdom, to see things in the spirit. It has the capacity to see, to sight things that are not yet here. And then begin to work towards bringing it into reality. Amazing. Yeah. So um, we're dealing with faith for supernatural manifestations. So these things, they, it, it, will, it will require a process for these things to come to manifestation. But then, when the power of God begins to move, you can fast track certain manifestations if you know what to do. If you know what to do, you will, you will be able to speed things up. All right? So, we're going to deal with different aspects that will show you how to manifest the supernatural in your life on a consistent basis. On a consistent basis. That means you will have to, you have to say goodbye to certain things if you are going to walk in the things that I'm talking about. You have to, you have to get rid of certain things that are bringing you down and are, are, are restricting you from experiencing what God has for you. You, need to, you, need, you. you have to lay them aside. You have to lay them aside and then embrace the word of God. Hallelujah. Yeah, embrace the word of God. So um, I want to I share with you from a scripture in uh, Colossians. Colossians chapter 3. No, before Colossians, let's look at Let's look at John, John chapter 15. Jesus made a statement here. Very simple statement, okay? It says in verse 7, John 15 verse 7. It says, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, that's a very unique relationship. You in him, his word in you. Okay? Once that is in place, once that is in place, he says, you shall ask for what you desire. You ask for what you desire, and it shall be done for you. Now, let's pause here for a moment and unpack this, right? So, if you abide in me, Jesus is saying, in other words, you need to be in Christ. You need to be in Christ. 
In order for you to experience what he's talking about, the starting point is to being in Christ. So if you are not born again, there are certain things that will continue to elude you. So the starting point is to ensure that you are in Christ. So if you are in Christ, you need to abide in Christ. So what does it mean to abide? The word to abide speaks of uh, permanence. It, 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 it's not, you don't, you don't abide, um, let me say, how do I put it now? You, you, don't, you, don't, you don't abide in your friend's house. You just go, you went to visit and you came back home. You didn't, you didn't abide there. No, you went, you visited, you did not abide. So the word abide speaks of residence. It speaks of permanence. All right? So, it's, 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 if, so if you abide in me, if you dwell in me, so abide has to do with dwelling. Do you, are you, where do you dwell? Where do you live? Yeah, that's when you abide. Okay, I live in Johannesburg. Okay, and in a suburb called Midran. Okay, that's where I abide. That's my abode. All right? So Jesus said, if you abide in me, ensure you're not visiting Christ. No, 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 no. If you are a visitor, this, this promise is not for visitors. No, no, no. This promise is for those who abide. Pastor, what has this got to do with manifesting the supernatural? I'll tell you, it has everything to do with it. Yeah, so it starts with making Christ your dwelling place. Okay, so if you abide in me, then not only do you abide in him, his words now abide in you. It's not, his word is not just visiting. It's not just a Sunday, Sunday word. No, no, no. You don't, you don't abide in a place that you visit once a week. That's not, it doesn't, you know, it, 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 it's, that's not abiding. So when, it's a, when you abide somewhere, it's a place where you live daily. That's where you sleep. That's where you wake up. That's where you take your shower. That's where you dress up. Where you abide is where your, uh, most of your life activity takes place. It takes place where you abide. So, if you abide in Christ, and not only that, the words of Christ, the words of Christ abide in you. In other words, his word is not a visitor in your life. No, his word is the main thing in your life. His word is the main thing in your life. You, 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 you continue to apply the word of God. So you are listening to him. You are reading the word. You are thinking the word. You are speaking the word. I am telling you, when you start getting these conditions, you're setting yourself for the supernatural. You're setting yourself for the supernatural. You don't have to be a pastor, prophet, evangelist, apostle, whatever, to experience God. No, you just have to abide in him and then let his words abide in you. Then he says, you will ask what you desire. So, do you know, one of, let me tell you one secret. One of, one of, one of the secrets 
to having your prayers answered is what I've just shared now. Yeah. Many people just want to pray and get things to happen. And then, oh no, God, but I've asked God and he's not doing this. No, no, no. Are you abiding? <laughs> Are you abiding in him? Is his word abiding in you? So, if his word is not abiding in you, don't ask. <laughs> don't ask. Take time to abide and take time for the word to abide before you start asking, making requests. That's one secret to always having your prayers answered. Okay, so just hold it there now. Let's read Colossians. Let's read Colossians. Um, Colossians chapter 3. Glory to God. 3.16. It says, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom. Come on. Teaching and admonishing one another in psalms, hymns, spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. Can you see that? And he says, whatever you, do, uh, whatever you do in word or deed, do in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. So, you want to manifest the supernatural, you need to be rich in the word. You need the word of Christ to dwell in you richly. You need, it, it, it need to, you need to be saturated. It, so it's, it needs, you need to be soaked in the word of God. Soaked. So all this casual touch and go with the word of God is not helping you to experience God as you should. It's not helping you. So you need, you need to ensure that the word abides in you. But it abides richly, richly. When it abides in you richly, there are things that will start coming out of your life. Your life will become a living wonder. Hallelujah. Come on. Yes. A living wonder. So Jesus is telling us, in John 15, the importance of abiding in him and then having his words abide in us. Then it now begins to affect the, the, uh, the, if, the success of your prayer life. It affects the success of your prayer life. Okay? So, um, ensure, ensure that the word of Christ Ensure that the word of Christ abides in you richly. Then after that, guess what? You begin to speak and your words carry authority. Why? Because when you're speaking, it's Christ speaking through you. <laughs> Hallelujah. You start praying. There are certain prayers you won't pray. Sometimes I see some prayers that people are praying and I can just tell from what they're praying that the word is not in them. Because if the word is in them, they won't pray certain things. They won't, you won't even ask for certain things if the word of God abides in you richly. You won't. 
If the word of God abides in you richly, you're going to pray the word. You're going to pray the word. If the word abides in you richly, you will, you will have the faith. Remember, faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. So if the word abides in you richly, you will have the faith. And you will ask appropriately. And what you ask will be given. It will be done. But many people, they just see prayer as something that they can just use to, 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 to manipulate God and just to get God to do their wishes and all of that. Now, you, there's a place for your desires, but they don't come first. They don't come first. Just like when we're talking about faith, uh, faith uh, for things, when we're talking about faith for things, faith in God and faith for things, Say that faith does not begin with desire. It begins with the will of God. It begins with the word of God. So in the same way, prayer, when you want to pray for, the, for things to happen in your life, for supernatural things to manifest, it doesn't come. It doesn't begin with a desire. It begins with the word. It begins with the word. It begins with relationship. The relationship is the premise upon which prayers get answered if you don't know. All right? So Jesus says, if you abide in me, speaking of relationship, and my words abide in you, still relationship with the word, your relationship with Christ and your relationship with the word will determine what comes out of your life. It will determine what you experience. Then you ask what you desire, and it shall be done. You can take this to the bank, I'm telling you. <laughs> Many times we accuse God of not being faithful to his word. Why? Because we don't take time. We don't take time to fully comprehend what he is saying. Okay? And I'm sure, how many times have you read this verse and have just glided over it, but you didn't, you didn't think about the fact that, that you, know, you, you, you need to work on your relationship with Jesus. Your relationship with Jesus has to be like this, tight, watertight. And then your, your relationship with the Word of God. You, you see? So your relationship with Jesus and your relationship with the Word of God will determine the manifestations that will happen in your life. So I'm just using today to just lay foundation because we're going to look at some, um, some great things from the Word of God concerning this matter. But I want you to know that it is important for you to go back and strengthen your relationship with Jesus and your relationship with the Word of God. Yeah. Word of God. I know He's the Word. <laughs> he's the living Word of God. Yes. So your relationship with the Word of God is what will determine how the supernatural will manifest in your life. So, and I can take you through the scriptures and you will see from one person to the other that did great and supernatural things for God 
you will see that their relationship with God was solid and their relationship with his word. Even for those who uh, were there before the word was written, when it was still oral, like a people like Abraham. The reason why Abraham could achieve what he did and bring the promise of God from the realm of the spirit into the natural in the form of Isaac and not only Isaac into now the nation of Israel it all began with a relationship it began with a relationship with God and then a relationship with his word before now your request begins to come to pass all right. Amen. Yeah, so I hope we've, we've laid a good foundation there for you. Remember, the Bible says that the things which we see are not made from things that are seen. They are made from things that are invisible. All right. God has given to you all things that pertain to life and godliness. Let me read that scripture in closing. And uh Second uh, Peter, in Second Peter, chapter one, okay. Glory, glory, glory. Yes. Verse. I want to read verse three. Verse three says, "As His divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness." Through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue. So can you see that? His divine power has given to us. So God has already made provision. He has given. Past tense. Okay. He has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. It's already given. Greater heights have already been given. Unprecedented exploits have already been given. All right. Everything you will ever need has been given. The challenge for most of us is to take it from the unseen and to bring it into the scene. And that's what we'll be doing with this, this short series. <laughs> I'm starting. We'll look into those. Okay. So, God bless you real good. I want to pray for you. And I want you to trust God. Go back to your relationship with Jesus. And you need to work on your relationship with Jesus. If it is not strong enough, strengthen it. Okay. If there's a lot of doubt, unbelief, get rid of all of that. All right. Because you need to set yourself up for some supernatural manifestations. And then your relationship to the word of God. Don't just treat the word of God as a history book. Otherwise all you get is information. But if you, if you take it as a love letter from God. And you start reading it. As, 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 you're, as if you're reading from uh, something that is sent from your lover who is somewhere and sends you his words. You want to read. Take time and read it. Okay? So take time and you 
build your relationship with God and then your relationship with the Word. That is the starting point. That's the foundation of the miraculous. Hallelujah. Let me pray for you. Father, I thank you for my brother, my sister, watching this broadcast. I ask, oh Father, that you would strengthen their relationship with Jesus, strengthen their relationship with your word. Let there be a reinforcement right now. Where the foundation is weak, let there be strength. Let the foundation be strengthened in the mighty name of Jesus. Now, if you want to give your life to Jesus, I want to pray for you because that's the starting point. That's the starting point. If you're going to experience the supernatural, you need to start from uh, having a relationship with Jesus. So I'm going to lead you in a prayer. Why don't you just pray this after me? Say, dear God, I thank you for sending Jesus. I believe in my heart that Jesus is Lord. And I confess with my mouth. And I say, Jesus, come into my heart. Make me a new person. Forgive me my sins. Wash away my sin. And make me a new person. Cause me to love what you love. And to hate what you hate. I receive you by faith into my heart right now. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Now, let me pray for you. Father, I pray. I pray for my brother, my sister, who was just prayed this prayer. And I ask, oh God, that you would visit them, manifest. Not just visit them, that they will become your dwelling place. I declare, oh God, the realities of the new creation in their lives. Let your kingdom manifest in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Glory to God. Yes. Now, before we go, I want to pray for you. If you're giving your tithe, your offering, you know, um, we really appreciate your generosity and your faithful giving and support in the work of God. And I pray that the Lord will manifest himself greatly in your finances. And so I'm going to pray for you right now. Okay. If you've given, that's fine. You're covered in the prayer. If you're yet to give, please do that and you'll be covered in the prayer as well. So Father, I pray, pray for my brother, my sister, as they give towards your work. I speak, O oh God, that you will move in their finances in the name of Jesus. I activate promotions, multiple promotions. I command doors to open open for them in the name of Jesus. I command manifestations of your favor in very strong way, powerful way, oh God. Let your favor be made manifest. Let opportunities, wealth creating opportunities be made available to them. Yes, in the name of Jesus. And I also pray for financial wisdom. As for witty inventions, Wealth creating ideas to be downloaded to them and to their lives. And I rebuke the devourer on their behalf in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. 
Glory to God. Just take time, share with someone about what you've received and take time to apply these principles in your life, okay? And you will see the blessing of God upon your life. Now, don't, 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 don't forget to share this, to share this with your friends and family. If you share this link, this broadcast with your friends and family. And look forward to seeing you again, same time next week. God bless you real good. Amen. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.